All right. Welcome back to the second episode of Extraordinary Ministries Podcast with your hosts, Ben and Jeff, where we are making our complicated faith simple. Today, we're talking to you about life's funny moments, living with joy. Jeff, how are you? I'm joyful. Good. How are you? Great answer. I am doing great. I've had three cups of coffee today. I've had uh, about 36 ounces of water, so I'm feeling good. And probably a bathroom break soon? Maybe at some point. Yes, probably. So what is joy? Um, again, I, I, you know, I, I don't know what Webster's Dictionary defines joy as, but I think joy truly is um, just God at work in our lives. Mm-hmm. It's identifying where God is and seeing that well, it can be in the in the in the laughter, it can be in you know those funny moments, but it can also be in the serious moments, maybe even in the sadness, you know. But I I think it's just truly a presence of God at work in our lives, and I think it's our jobs to look for that. I think in order to live a joyful life, you need to be constantly looking for where God is at in our lives, and I think um, you know you can see that in a number of places. I I, I for one thought. I saw God at work, and I had some joyful moments, um, or at least one, <laughs> at the grocery store a couple weeks ago. Um, before before March Madness, um, I walked into Kroger, um, and by the way, we have no affiliation with Kroger or its subsidiaries. Good um, word, man. Good I, I, word. Is that like a like a how many syllables is that? That's at least like Sub six, right? City, subsidiaries. That's like six. Isn't subsidiaries it? five. Okay, yeah. Ding. I want more points in Scrabble. All right. Anyway, so um, I walked into Kroger, and um, I was in my Michigan gear. I was representing. This I had. Um, yeah, I actually really didn't think of it. I was just trying to be comfortable, and those are the sweats that I had. Ninety percent of my wardrobe is Michigan attire. Me really. Or tigers. You. you like the tigers? Oh right? yeah. The other ten percent. Everything I wear is athletic affiliated, <laughs> pretty okay. much. Okay. But yeah, I walked in with a Michigan sweatshirt, Michigan um, sweatpants, and I was doing my thing, getting Style. getting all my healthy stuff. Um, all the carrots, all the peas. No, I don't know. I think it was in the cracker aisle or something. I, I saw... Hot uh, Pockets. Nope, didn't get those. Oh, I like Hot Pockets and Eggos. Um, Eggos, wow. Okay. No, I, I'm just making that up. Anyway, okay. so, um, you know, I, I walked, you know, I was walking down one of the aisles and, um, you know, it's it's COVID, so I had my mask on. I saw this uh, mom and her, and her son um, that was probably only like four or five or whatever. He was in the, um, you know, the the uh, cart and he was sitting in there and he was facing towards me. So, um, he, you know, he, he was younger, so he wasn't wearing a mask, but he kind of, you know, gave me a little head tilt to the side and was kind of like, Jeff is currently tilting his head. I'm tilting it. I got, the, I got the tilt. Um, I'm on, I'm on tilt right now. Um, but I, I, I think, um, you know, he just kind of like gave me a look like, who's this guy and what, what's he all about? And so I, I just kind of like, he, he caught my eye. So I kind of looked back at him for a minute and, you know, he wasn't wearing a mask. So all I could see um, as he basically inflicted a big sense of fear into my life, nice. he just gave me the gave me a look, tilted his head and whispered, go state. And instantly I, I just goosebumps. like felt the need to run away. So I kind of like, you know, ran around the corner and was expecting that guy, little boy to come after me with his mom and kill me. Oh, wow. But quite the he scene didn't. in Kroger. <laughs> right. It's a rough area. Yeah, you know, West Side Kroger, pretty it's, rough. It's it, it, the downtown Cracker Isle. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, I you know, it's a combination. I think of uh, funny and also terrifying. But no, nice. in all seriousness, I, I I thought you know, just I think maybe I was just in a hurry, or maybe I was more in the you know focused or whatever. And God, you know, 
said, hey, you need to laugh. So I just went around the corner. I just kind of busted out laughing. And I think I texted my wife right away saying, you have no idea the company that comes into Kroger. Like you don't have any. I just got scared by a four-year-old. Yeah, I got scared by a four-year-old. And, you know, yes, his team didn't make the tournament. But at the same time, like, (laughs) sorry, didn't mean to like. Oh, I'm not offended. I know you aren't, but state fans might be. Um, They are pretty creepy, Michigan State fans. They can be pretty scary. Well, anyway, I I just thought God was like, hey, you need to laugh. (laughs) So I busted out laughing and had to tell a couple people about that. And just that that was God at work in my life. You know, it's really funny because I when we were. And I was making notes for this and like trying to think of like, you know, where have I seen God? I, I had all these stories listed or a few of them anyway. And like two days ago, I was at my in-laws house um, for dinner uh, for a random reason. And, um, you know, today is my mother-in-law's birthday. Kathy Warner's birthday is today. Shout out. Yeah. So on April 20th, Kathy, when you hear this, you'll notice that I gave you a birthday shout out. So you're welcome. Just a month and a half late. Um, <laughs> You're such a good uh, son-in-law. son-in-law. Thank you very much. Anyway, so we're over at their house for dinner, and you know we were just talking about random stuff, and somehow I got on the topic of uh, hearing or noises or whatever, and I made a sarcastic remark that my wife thinks I don't have good hearing, and I actually went to the audiologist to prove that I had good hearing, even though she said that I had hearing problems. And I'm not kidding. I actually did go. And, and when I said that, everyone just started dying of laughter like every i mean everybody except for me and even ella joined in and she never knows what's going on okay and um so i'm like okay i'm funny i'm not that funny something i can attest to that he's not that funny rude anyway (laughs) um and so i'm like elizabeth am i missing something here what's going on and she goes i'm gonna tell you later but i just want to state it right now that i would like to stay married when i tell you what's going on and i was like Oh, sounds, this is going well. Yeah, that sounds this is serious. Go great. Yeah, fantastic. So anyway, I I asked her like the next day because of course I forgot about it later. And then so I asked her like, wait, what was that all about? And so here's some backstory, folks. We moved into a new home on September. On September. On September. <laughs> in September. Yeah. And um, I was, you know, mounting TVs and you know putting pictures and stuff up and. I put up a, t- a television in our office, um, and that office shares a wall with our bedroom, and so the TV doesn't share that wall, but it's in that same room, you know. So I turned it on at a moderate volume, and I went into our room, turned the fan on, so I make sure that, you know, that my wife, if she if she's asleep and I'm watching a game or something late at night, she can't hear the television over the fan. And so I turned the fan on. I'm like, okay, good. I can't hear it. This is good. I can, this is, I'm, I, I can keep it where it is. And... Not two minutes later, my wife walks in and goes, hey, honey, can you turn the television down? I can hear it over the fan. It was too loud, wasn't it? It was too loud, apparently. But this, but I'm like, no way. I was just in there, okay? And so I turn it down a little bit, go in there, and um, and I can't hear it still. I couldn't hear it the first time, so I'm like, great. This, is, this has got to be perfect. So she comes in, yep, that's a little better. Just so you know, make sure you turn it down a little bit more. But, and I was like, Elizabeth, I can't hear it at all when I'm in that room. And I'm in the room. And I'm in the room. And I can't hear it. And you keep saying that you can hear it. Like, do I have a hearing problem? And she's like, you know, you might want to go get that tested. I mean, because you know, I, I can hear it. And I'm like, well, shoot. I need my ears. I'm a musician. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it is fun and funny that you think you may have a hearing problem. And you're doing a podcast right now. And, you know, you're a musician. And Yeah, you know, all just, those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's joyful. It is. <laughs> I'm so joyful telling the story right now. Not bitter at all. Um and so anyway, so I, I go and schedule an audiologist appointment, right? Like a normal person. 
And I go to this audiologist appointment, and Jeff, not only do I have excellent hearing, I have superb hearing. I am in the top 5% of men my age, in my age bracket, okay? So so you probably came home and like posted this on your refrigerator? No, I got that sucker framed. <laughs> I got it framed. I'm like, look, I have literal medical evidence that I have amazing The hearing. wedding pictures came down. That, yeah, that took yeah. the place. Us, off the wall. You know what's on the wall now? Ben's audiology report, okay? Next to Ella's painting from that she did at daycare. Macaroni. And hers is definitely more beautiful. But macaroni, <laughs> finger paint, whatever. But- so all this time, I find out while I'm at this audiologist appointment, she had been at her parents because she goes to her mom and goes, mom, I'm in too deep. And they're like, what? So come to find out my wife was joking with me, but she just wanted me to turn the television down that entire time. I don't think it qualifies as a joke when you schedule an audiologist appointment. See, that's what I said. But no, <laughs> it's still hilarious to everybody except. Oh, ben. it's still funny. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I, I'm impressed, actually. So. Two months after this, I find all this out, right? So she, she sat on this for two months. And so kind of found out that she was kidding. And then when I told her, hey, I scheduled an audiologist appointment. I'm going to go next Monday. She didn't say a word. Hey, Instead, that, she just was like, LOL, I got you. That shows dedication, though. You got to give her something I mean, for sticking yeah, to the joke. I mean, gosh, uh, way to stick to your craft, I guess. <laughs> and then that's just it's, it's hilarious to me. That after all that, she still didn't tell me that she was kidding until her entire family knew, which I think actually is hilarious. Because I could have chosen to be really mad about this. I mean, I'm probably still a little bitter about it, but what am I going to do? He is. I can see it on yeah. his like face. He There's looks a sign very... behind me that says bitter. <laughs> and, you know, but like I think that's so funny because like that's the kind of relationship Elizabeth and I have because honestly, that's the exact same thing I would have done too. I mean, like <laughs> she just got you first. She did get me first. So, uh, sequel coming up soon, folks. Um, but I mean, like, the, like w- maybe that's the time, like you and your grocery store, maybe that's the time where I needed to, maybe I needed to laugh. Maybe I was stressed that day. I, we had just finished, you know, we needed to laugh but, two months from now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's share some stories about when we got tricked or we got scared at it by a kid in Kroger. And um, I think that's just it's it's so what's cool to the why, you know, why I find joy in this moment is because I heard someone at a funeral give a eulogy maybe about a month or so ago. And I said and he said that people experience happiness and sadness. Right. These are emotions that we genuinely feel. But when you feel joy or when you feel sorrow, there's love attached to that. You feel joy because that moment or that person, you love them or something has happened there. And just the same way, you are sorrowful because you are missing something that you love. So when someone dies, you are sorrowful because you love that person. There's always love attached to that situation, which brings happiness up a level to joy and sadness up a level to sorrow. And I think, you know, it's so interesting when you hear someone say something like that or or when you someone mentions something to you in passing and something just clicks in your brain. I mean, the power of words like that, I think is just, I mean, it's just amazing that you can get something like that out of that. Yeah. And you know, I mean, there's all these stories and we all probably have them, you know, the, the other, the other day, um, my wife told me it, this was, you know, a couple of weeks ago now, but, um, they just had their first, she works at a skilled nursing facility, facility in Okemos. And um, it was funny because she she just had her first day where her residents, the people that were in the facility, were allowed to have visitors again. Um, it had been 361 days, so kind of backtracking to Man. when COVID started, Jeez. to when they were able to have visitors. So there's there was joy in two ways. Um, one, when uh, the way that she expressed it. I mean, my wife was truly 
joyful for the mm-hmm. people that she knew were able to experience God through her, their visitors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the other one was when she was telling it, she was talking about like how these people were going to react. And I just think, I think, um, you know, there's just a number of, of ways that people can experience the love of God, experience that joy. And um, I think one of the biggest, if not the biggest, is through other people. Mm-hmm. So for them to be isolated for 361 days where only the people that worked at the facility were coming into contact with them, mm-hmm. they couldn't even visit each other. Uh. So the residents couldn't even visit. They had to be isolated um, you know, in a lot of respects to their rooms or to the, you know, the facilities that are in, in there. But, um, you know, they were actually going to be able to get to see people that they loved and, you know, just joy in that moment. You know, another, another thing that I was thinking of is when my daughter had her first birthday party and we, uh, you know, got the cake ready. This was before COVID. So we had, you know, normal cake and we, you know, we had a bunch of people there. Um, you know, what's that life? like right, yeah. <laughs> pre-covid I have, I have forgotten what are parties <laughs> um but yeah there was like 20 people there you know my my family best family um my grandparents um and you know so we were getting ready to do the birthday cake but you know apparently this new trend as of late i don't know how new but is a smash cake you know where smash the cake. Where, <laughs> finish him <laughs> um but but where you put the cake right in front of the the one-year-old and they basically go to work on it they go do whatever they want you know so what I was envisioning in my head that this little girl was going to just, you know, pick up the cake and kind of eat it chunk by chunk or whatever. And I just envisioned that, you know, she was going to do it that way. Well, she decided to um, be like my dog and go face first into the cake and just go to town. Isn't that how you eat cake? That's how I eat cake. Oh, okay. We will talk about this later. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, she just went to town. And and then she she looked at us. We were all laughing. We saw it was the cutest and funniest thing we've ever seen in our lives. She looks at us, tilts. Tilt her head, and I'm also still doing this. The tilting, tilt. tilting uh, her head and looking at us like, "Why are you laughing at me?" It was just more of a momentary um, breath that she was able to take, and then she went right back <laughs> down for round two. <laughs> so she, yeah, so she just went at it. Smash cake. I mean, I don't. I just, I, I truly believe that there was, you know, just God at work trying to make us all laugh and bring us closer as a family together, and you know, there was definitely, definitely joy there. That's awesome. I think laughter is kind of one of those things where just like it just brings everybody together. Like, you know, even if it's, you know, um, over something stupid or silly or your wife leading a two and a half month story about how <laughs> classic, I, it's still not bitter. I'm not bitter at all. Get better. Yeah. Not bitter. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Speaking of quotes, I, you know, <laughs> is that, I, I you know, Great segue. I, I, I like love it. quotes. I love it. Yes. I'm sorry. I love quotes. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Jeff loves quotes. <laughs> I love quotes. Um, and, you know, and this, this quote, directly speaks to um, what joy is and what our topic is. It says, joy is a natural phenomenon. Misery is your creation. I think that's just so true. Like we can can truly um, see joy if we look for it. It's there. We don't have to, it's not man-made. It's something that's that's already out there. Our challenge is to seek it. When there's an absence of, of when we don't look for it, you know, that's when we create that misery. Mm-hmm. Um that's where we create this sadness or what, whatever it is, whatever word you want to use. Yeah, it's an it's a absence of our ability to look for it, mm-hmm. not that it's not there. Right. Um, you know, uh, and I think all this comes down to the idea that we need to choose to look for joy. We need to choose um, that we want to see and look for God's work in our lives. It's it's It comes down to us. It's God's truly going to be there 
all the time in the little ways and in the big ways we just have to look for it i think it just depends on our mentality right you know I yeah mean, and, and and again quotes i love quotes you can like quotes. you know make fun of me every time i do that but abe lincoln um you know back a couple hundred years ago because that's when he lived <laughs> oh i thought this was, this was history, history class yes his, his, oh it's his story come on that's good okay let's that's hear the good. quote all right <laughs> you're like that's not funny <laughs> stop <laughs> he's uh abe lincoln said folks are usually about as happy as they make their minds up to be nice. so the idea that we need to choose mm-hmm. that that joy we need to choose um to see god's work in our lives it comes down to a choice yeah exactly and i think that you know when we were in the gro- when you were in the grocery store and you choose you chose to be happy even though you were scared of this terrified kid. terrified good word yeah and i chose to be happy and find joy in what my wife decided to do to me and you know like i think it's just kind of like one of those things like if our mindset and like finding where god is like you said before jeff like where god is in this story and where are we and honestly for me the biggest example of where god is in my life is how i came to marry my wife and you know we met in high school we were in band together and um you know we dated ended up dating for like a month month and a half um my wife likes to refer to us as high school not so sweethearts Uh, ah does that make it like is is that a good thing or to me it sounds like i think it's funny okay i I mean i've lived with it for the past six years now so i I think this is kind of like what it is i just got that you're not so sweet that's what i took from that well we already knew that this is not news sour Um, sour not sweet sour yeah it's like sour patch kids but sour first then sweet i don't know that's a quote it's a quote (laughs) quote is it like the episode of how much your mother like boats 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 let's now it's quotes 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 it's quotes 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 okay all right good moving on and so for me, we dated for like a month and a half or whatever, and we ended up breaking up right before uh, my graduation, which is an amazing send off into college, by the way. What, um, a, what a gift. What a gift. Again, not bitter. Not bitter. I don't do bitter. 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 And um, so we stayed friends for a while, and, you know, it was years went by, and, you know, we, we kept up our friendship. Uh, you know, interestingly enough, though, at one of the, one point we were, we had gotten coffee and, um, you know, Elizabeth kind of voiced her concern of, you know, we were kind of, it kind of felt like we were going on dates a lot, you know, like one-on-one coffees or, you know, whatever. I didn't really see it that way. I just thought we were hanging out, but you know, again, I'm not a very intelligent person. Um, so you heard it here, folks. Yes. Again, not news. <laughs> um, and you know, she said, you know, I, I don't think you're gonna be my husband. I don't think we should put ourselves in the situation of like, we're going on dates or whatever. And I was like, oh, Okay, cool. And so we kind of went our separate ways after that point. Um, for the record, I got the last laugh. And it's um, not you, it's me. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's, it's not me, you. it's it you. Is definitely you. And um, you know, we didn't really talk for quite some time, you know, maybe a couple of years. But anyway, and then uh one year I decided that I was gonna put on a Christmas concert with uh my St. Jude choir. I worked at St. Jude Parish in Grand Rapids for a number of years and we were going to do a Christmas concert, much like we did uh, here at St. Gerard back in 2019. And so I hired an orchestra, and I asked Elizabeth to play oboe in the orchestra because I needed an oboist. Nice pickup line. Yes. Nice. One of my all-time classics. And so, you know, we are we kind of struck our friendship back up again and started talking. We are both dating other people at the time, you know, so we didn't really anticipate things going anywhere. And then, as some people say, the rest they say is history. But it's also her story and his story. So oh, that was that good. One. I See? like that. Yeah. I was ready to come at you with history, and yeah. but you had, I you had it. it. I got it. I'm prepared. And um, you know, it's just one of those things. Where we ended up married. Now we've been married for five years. We have a beautiful, uh, almost three year old daughter. I mean, like, it's one of those things where, like, yes, you know, technically, you know, I got the last laugh right or whatever. So I don't know if we won. It's not really a contest, but if it if it was one, I win. You won. Yeah. I win. We, and, we can give you the point. Yeah, we'll give you five you. stars. And like to see God at work and what 
that story kind of sounds like a complicated whirlwind, right? It's like a lot of moving parts and it's like a lot of time in between from high school to um, us getting married. Um, but I mean, like just to choose and like look at the different moments, like, yeah, there was some there was some hardship in there probably, you know, you know some hurt feelings here or there. But like mm-hmm. overall, it is a joyful story. And like to watch my wife come up the aisle the day we got married with her dad, I mean, like, you know, um, did you I didn't cry? cry. I okay. did not cry. I had. I got I choked did. up. I did. You did. So. Okay. I got choked up. But not not when you walked down. When when I. <laughs> <laughs> or not, not not when to it was. Clarify. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, no. So. Uh, but I mean, like, what a great moment that was. That culmination of and then being able to, like you said in your quote, like we're about as happy as we make our minds up to be. And like, even though that story was long and complicated, like, what a joyful moment. What a joyful story i think that's like one of those perfect at least for me you know i mean i'm sure it is for elizabeth too but like my example of like we can take joy from a complicated situation even though maybe when we're in that situation we can't see it right away Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i think that's i think that's something that we need to look for because god is love and i think in my opinion love is joy and if we choose to see that joy i think we're doing a pretty darn good job yeah i you know i kind of joked with you about you know did you cry but uh, you know at at the wedding when when your wife came down the aisle and you didn't cry uh but but i think like that's that's why that's a kind of a typical time Mm -hmm. for even the manliest of men you know which is obviously me uh you know (laughs) i agree that's never i've never been uh, accused of being a manly man but anyway um you know i i I think uh you know that's that's a typical time for for men to tear up Mm -hmm. um and i think it's because of the journey they they you know it's it tends to be a longer like maybe like a two minute procession down because right. the you know the the bride is wearing the dress and it takes a little bit of time with it with um but i you know i enjoy that moment dang it but i think like for those two minutes or whatever you're just reflecting on the journey you're reflecting on where you met and how you began and the the ups and downs and the struggles that you went through yeah. and the whole story you know you, and you're able to see in that moment, in those couple moments, as as your wife or your future wife walks down the aisle, you're able to see God at work through mm-hmm. the struggles, through the joys, through the pains, all that stuff. Um, you're able to see God at work, and I think that that's that's when it just becomes an overwhelming sense of joy, and you start to tear up. You know, you can't handle it. Our bodies don't know how to. Um, contain that much joy so yeah. they start to you know create ways and and so that's where I think you know tears come from yeah I didn't I didn't cry when Elizabeth came down the aisle. I did cry when my daughter was born yeah I didn't and, I mean again it's just one of those things like you just watch like this journey and the struggle and you know I think you know taking joy away from whatever moment I wasn't I don't know I'm, I mean I was obviously very happy and joyful when she was born but that was like 20 hours after we went to the hospital yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. you know you're also feeling some extreme exhaustion so <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know and like let's There's think a lot of let's emotions. think about me in this moment here okay oh, Not, yes. yeah, yeah, I'm tired you yeah. think I'm tired um but I think that's our takeaway this week is like you know even if we've had some moments where you know in that moment we're like man this kind of stinks um but like later you're like oh you know what that was actually really good for me or like that this brings joy like i think this is our touch point this week of seeking the joy because how easy it is especially right now for us to kind of like seek the like oh i'm annoyed that i've got four meetings today you know mm-hmm. but i get to go home and have lunch with my wife mm-hmm. or you know or you know whatever i see my friend tonight or whatever you know um i think that's our challenge this week is to seek seek that joy and find uh the ways that god is giving you those moments in your life that week yeah. I mean, joy is a natural phenomenon. Misery is your creation. And I think that that comes down to the challenge for the week. Find God at work in your life. Find those joyful moments, whether they're in the, the, 
the happy, the silly, the, you know, the sad, whatever it is, like where's God at work. And that's our challenge for you over the next two weeks uh, to really look for that joy and God at work in your life. Jeff, do we have any announcements? I don't, I don't think so. I think the announcement is join us in two weeks for our next episode. Uh, the, the name of the episode is the Catholic game. Put me in coach. Um, and we're going to be talking about how we're all, um, should be prepared on a daily basis to go out and be Christ in the world. And so we're going to talk about that, um, in two weeks. Um, but until on then, May the fourth, <gasps> Jeff, Star Wars Day, May the fourth be with you and with your spirit. Oh, I'm so excited! I'm gonna make so many Star Wars jokes that day. Get ready. I, um, We're gonna talk about sports and Star Wars, and probably also about God. I think I that's kind of the point of the podcast. I think <laughs> maybe we stick with that theme, eh? Uh, making awesome. uh, Ben's complicated stories simple. <laughs> <laughs> that's, we need way more than one episode. All right, folks, thank you for joining us again. We'll see you on Tuesday. May the 4th. Bye. Peace.